Are you ready to take your life to the next level? Join your host, Samuel Sullivan Eighth, on the Level Up Podcast so you can design a life worth living, achieve what you want, create balance, and find fulfillment. You know there's more to life, so dial in and level up. Ah, yes, another episode coming at you live this Wednesday morning. I hope you guys are doing well today. Uh, my name is Sam Sullivan VIII, and I am the host of the Level Up podcast, Life by Design, and I am blessed and fortunate to spend this time with you today. Whether you're in the gym, driving to work, or simply brushing your teeth and getting ready for the day, I'm excited to be here with you. And today's episode, we are going to dive deep into psychological practices to help us understand our personalities and how properly we can discern them and integrate them into our lives. My first, uh, you know, first order of business. I just want to say thank you for everyone that's been listening to the show. This is now going to be our third episode, three weeks in a row. Um, really, really pumped about the continuity, you know, the support that we've gotten since we've relaunched. And I just want to say, uh, we do this show to just add value to your life. And the way that we can add value to others, people's lives is by sharing this show. So if you find value in this episode, please take a screenshot, share it on social media and tag us. We, you know, we'd love to get you some exposure as well. And then if you could leave a review on iTunes, it really helps with the algorithm and pushes our show to people that would be interested, people that can use this message. So if anything today resonates with you, just think that maybe someone else could also resonate with that message and we can make their life better together. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into the episode. There are three, uh, very important and common personality tests that we're going to break down today. And the importance of understanding each of these and taking all of these tests is so that you can implement all this information in a well-rounded way to really figure out what your personality is. I think that it is a problem to just put somebody in a box with the personality. I think life changes, people change, and it's really important for us to be fluid in our in our approach and not so black and white. A lot of gray area, you know, the nature versus nurture debate. A lot of this comes into play with our personalities. So we're going to get into the the three different trains of thought that are really predominant in today's society, break them down and figure out how you can use all of this information to make you more well-rounded, more balanced, and to really set yourself up for success in your daily routine and your lifelong ventures. So the first one, which is the most common with just mo- general population, if you're not into the very scientific aspect of the world, this is by far the most common. It's the Myers-Briggs personality test. You can find this test at 16personalities.com. And the way that they break this down, there's essentially five aspects to a personality, the mind, energy, nature, tactics, and identity. And so each personality, every 16 personalities has a different combination. So the first combination is the I versus the E, and that's going to be introvert versus extrovert. So my, so we'll, we'll all use mine as a way to break this down, but I am an ENTJ. So the very first letter E states that I am an extrovert more than I am an introvert. Uh, I have tested as an INTJ and that's something we're going to get into a little bit later, but for the sake of this example, E is the first one. And then the second one is observant versus intuitive. I'm an N. So this N and intuitive is what they use. I'm an, I'm more intuitive than I am observational. Um, the third is thinking versus feeling. And then the fourth is judging versus prospecting. And the fifth is assertive versus turbulent. And essentially you're going to score higher in one of those letters than the other. And they're going to put your personality test 
type together within those that code and they're going to give you a breakdown. So 16 personalities does a great job. They talk about what your family life's like, what your thought, what you are as a parent, how you identify in the workplace, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. Um, really, really cool. Now that's what most people know. If you don't know what your personality type is, you should go and take this test. Um, my problem with this test is that a lot of people are tried and true to this test and aren't looking at it as a, as just a theory and as a way to think, and they're just taking it as it is. I think it's really important for us to kind of look from a bird's eye view at this. The second one, which is the most regarded in regards to the scientific community is the big five. And the best way to remember the big five is uh, through the acronym. So there's two acronyms that people use for it. The most common is ocean. The other one is canoe and ocean is an acronym for openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. And what's going to happen when you take this big five personality test, it's going to score you zero to a hundred percent in each of these areas. So if you score a hundred percent on openness or 1% on openness, it's not good or bad. It's just showing your tendencies as a person. So openness, uh, people that are understanding which one you score high in is really important for your life goals and, and, and planning out your life. And the reason being is you can play to your strengths and your natural inclination. So people who are high in openness, they really desire creative activity in their life. People who are high in conscientiousness are very good at delaying short-term gratification for long-term fulfillment. Uh, if your score high in extroversion, you're very motivated by friendships. If you score low in extroversion, that's okay. It just means that you like to, you're more introverted by nature. Uh, agreeableness is number four. I score very low in agreeableness, which means I, you know, I, I tend to get in some debates and things like that. And then there's neuroticism at the end and neuroticism, people who score high in that are highly motivated by security. Um, there's more of a tendency for there to be some sort of mental health um, situations like uh, anxiety and depression with people that are high in neuroticism. That's actually my highest scoring one. Uh, but that's the big five. And understanding that can actually help you decide how you want to spend each day and what you should do. Uh, Jordan Peterson actually talks extensively about how you can understand this stuff and it's going to help you with your goals. The third type, which is the, this is the, this has been introduced to me only in the last month is the Enneagram model In the Enneagram model. There's nine interconnected personality types and they're labeled from numbers one through nine. And just if you're a higher number, it doesn't mean that you're more evolved. It doesn't mean that you have a better personality. They're just different personalities and all of them are unique and important in their own way. And we, when we surround ourselves with people with other personalities, it actually helps us become more rounded individuals. Uh, and the way that the interesting part about this personality test is they've found it dating all the way back to the ancient times of Babylon, 4,500 years ago. Um, people that don't agree with that. A lot of other experts have said, no, this is dated back as far as Greece, uh, 2,500 years ago. And there's actually a lot of different subsections of religion. Um, there's been like mystics in Christianity that have used this mystics in Islam that have used this model. And it's really, it's really, really intriguing. It's actually my favorite out of the three of these, but we'll dive into it a little bit more. Um, they, so there's three types in three different categories. So there's three heart types, three head types and three body types. And essentially, uh, another way to break that down is acting, thinking, and feeling. And 
every individual is going to have a primary type of that personality. So for me, for example, I scored highest in the five personality. And once you have the five personality, it's going to give you a description of who you are. I'm not going to go deep into what mine is. You, I really encourage you to go and take these tests sometime this week and, and, and discover a lot about yourself. But you're going to find like, okay, that like makes a lot of sense, but it doesn't completely fill the picture. Well, in the Enneagram, it's a fluid model where there's, there's constant change and interaction between personalities. You actually have your wings and the wings are essentially the numbers on each side of your primary type. So my wings are six and four. It's in a circle and my four personality is scored at a very high level, which means that that is a really strong part of my personality. My six is not nearly as strong. Uh, and so if I worked on some of my six, it's going to make me a more well-rounded individual. The other really important part of the Enneagram type are the arrows and the arrows essentially is how we develop our personalities. So I, the five is developed from the eight. So there's a lot of aspects in the eight that are weaknesses that the five can help overcome. But there's also a lot of parts that if the five doesn't have that the eight can help out with. So it's really important for us to kind of look at that. And then for me, moving into the seven is really important because um, there are certain things about the seven that make my eight, my five more well-rounded. It's very interesting in how fluid this is. I found it to be the most descriptive an act like accurate description of who I am compared to the other two personalities. So this is what I would do. I would go on truity.com. That's T R U I T Y.com. And I would take all three of these tests. They're all on that website. If you want to take the 16 personalities.com, like the Myers Briggs on that website, you could do that as well. Um, but I actually pay to get these results in deeper and to keep this in, and it sends you a nice PDF. It's many pages long, gives you tons of information and insight. And once you have all of that information from all these three different personality types, you're going to be able to design your life the way that speaks to you at your core. One of the most important parts of this as an exercise is to create more self-awareness, to start observing and judging the world around you for, um, and how you interact with it, how you interact in it. And that's that it's, it's, it's important to understand these things. Now, a lot of us have also, you know, we, we find this fascination with extroversion versus introversion. And I've met a lot of people who they think that being an introvert's not a good thing. Like they, they, they almost, there's a negative connotation, not true at all. And a lot of people also feel like they don't fit into either one of those. Well, I'm not this extroverted guy. I'm not this introverted girl or whatever it is. And they find themselves in the middle. Well, there is this, um, there is this concept, this theory called ambivert being an ambivert and being an ambivert is essentially you're going to find yourself in the middle of both of these. Now they say that only 20% of this, of the population is truly an ambivert. Uh, so I think it's important for us to kind of look at what our tendencies are and figure out where we stand in that. But it's also looked at as a spectrum or a sliding scale. So if introversion is on the left end and extroversion is on the right end, all of that space in between is room for being an ambivert. So I come off as a very extroverted pe- person to most people. I mean, here I am sitting on a podcast talking to you. Um, I, I normally have one of the louder voices. I, I like to talk with people and, and, and you know think about ideas and deep concepts. But what people don't know about me is that I can't be like that all the time. 
if I'm not also getting quiet alone time. So for me, that's journaling, that's meditating, that's taking time in silence, it's breathing, uh, self-care routines and Epsom salt baths or whatever the hell it is, the, getting to the gym by myself. I need that time to absorb my thoughts, to disconnect and just to, uh, from like the outside world and connect with my inner being. And that kind of recharges me to go and talk to people. And then if I do end up having great conversation and great community, that brings me even more energy. If you're really confused about which way you stand, I would do these tests. And then I'd also ask yourself, do you feel drained or energized when you're around people? And do you feel drained or energized when you're by yourself? Which one of those is driving you in your life? And whichever one is driving more is probably what should be in the driver's seat. So if you're, if you take time by yourself and that's what makes you get ready for the day, you're probably more of an introvert. But if you can't stand not talking to people yet, you're probably an extrovert. So why is all of this important and how can we implement this into our lives? Well, this helps our, us design our lives and understand our behavior a very deep level at a very fundamental level. And what happens with this is you can actually design your goals based off of this. You can start identifying people that can help you round out your personality, become better. And in turn, you're going to be helping them with theirs and understanding your strengths and weaknesses is critically important because you should double down on your strengths and you should learn how your weaknesses are holding you back. If you can take those both from a, you know, a two pronged approach your personal development, your personal growth is going to yield results. You are going to bear the fruit of your labor. And that's what this is all about. This is why we tune into this podcast. This is why we go to the gym. This is why we set goals in the first place is to transcend who we currently are into the better version of ourselves. So I'm being 100% serious when I'm telling you this. Don't just listen to this and say, okay, now I kind of have a background information on personalities. Go and sit down and learn your personality and go and have conversations with people. You'll be surprised at how many people have taken these tests. I think you will be very surprised that you know most people don't take all three of these tests. Go and take all three of these tests, understand who you are, and then from there, you journal about what you can change, what you need to focus on, what's a part of you. It, it's going to tell you, this is why this is driving me nuts. This is why I, I felt like I was out of place in my work, in, in my old job. Like, this is why I have a hard time with authority. This is why, you know, regular jobs don't help me because I'm, I'm more creative or whatever, whatever the situation might be. That's today's episode. A lot of information. And this is the world that, you know, I, I gave you the surface level of it. There is a lot more information out there on these things. Each personality is going to have numerous pages written and videos made. Um, and so I, I, I highly recommend that you go, you fill out all of these tests, you get your results and you journal like your life depends on it because it does your awareness in today's world. It's what's going to drive you to success and happiness. Because there's a lot of things out there that are trying to take your attention and put your intention, your attention inward and to the people around you, everything's going to be okay. For today's episode, that is all. God bless. Stay great. Level up. And I'll see you next week.